every. <laughs> seems like seems like a month since we played. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The, um, Malcolm talked about the the communication before that last drive and and guys kind of drawing up something that you hadn't done. Uh, can you just talk about Malcolm and, and how rare it is for you to kind of have a guy like that who can who can contribute in that way and, and just how that went? Well, he can play a lot of different positions too. Play safety. He's a good. He's a good safety. He's played nickel. I mean, if we needed to, he could go play corner in a in a pinch. Also, he has that in his background. Good tackler, all those things. But you know, being in Detroit for five years, um, I saw firsthand a lot of the tricked up defenses that people use for Calvin Johnson. Um, you know, we saw like look like punt vice on him sometimes. We saw double. We saw you know all kinds of different things. I don't think I ever saw boxing one, which is what I called it. Well, one guy playing man, everybody else playing zone. But you know, they were just targeting him so many times, and he's such a good run after the catch guy. We just wanted to make sure that one person slipping or one person missing a tackle didn't result in a touchdown. You know, I mean, we could give up some yards, we couldn't give up a touchdown. Um, so in trying to, to get that in, we'd never practiced that before. We practiced the coverage part of it before. I mean, it's just a standard two deep coverage but to layer all the different things. And there was a lot of different ways we were going to do it, you know, because Jalen Watkins was out. How do we fit everything together? And, um, you know, that's, that, that's where we ended up. But, you know, getting those guys where they were comfortable because on the, on the sideline was important. I wanted everybody to feel comfortable with it because it was something we hadn't practiced before. So his feedback was very important that way. Jim, in terms of their talent, the level of which they're executing, would you say that this Cowboys offense is one of the better offenses you've seen in a long time? Um, well, they're certainly one of the better offenses this year. Um, you know, they, they, could, they, they put a lot of pressure on you with the run game because they can run it. And they can put pressure on you to make big plays in the passing game because they have guys that can make big plays in the passing game. They have guys that can move the chains on third down. Um, you know, Beasley and Witten are, are two of the best in the business doing that. And then the quarterback not only can execute the quarterback position, but he can also scramble for first downs. So that's a lot to defend. You know, defending the run, defending the deep pass, defending, you know, the quarterback, but then also handling a scrambling quarterback. And, you know, there's, there's not a lot of really good scrambling quarterbacks that are also really good in the pocket. And he looks like he has a chance to be one of those guys. If this is, in fact, our last time speaking with you this season, what's your assessment of the way the defense has played this year? Yeah, let's, maybe there will be a time we can get together. I don't want to. I don't want to assess anything during the season. I mean, we only get 16 opportunities, and I think anything that you get ahead of yourself um, before when you still have games to play doesn't do enough respect to this game and respect for the game. So you know, I, I sort of envy the the NBA the way they can sit guys for a game and. You know, even Major League Baseball, you know, you, you look up and your name's not in the lineup that day because it's a day game after a night game or something. Football's not that way, and we gotta, we got to give it all the, you know, we got to give each game the respect that it deserves, and, and that's the only thing our attention is on. But you know, I'm, I'm sure it'll be something we can, we can do at the end. How do you prepare for the unknown this week in terms of are you preparing for Dallas' starters or, or the backups? Well, well we got to prepare for we got to prepare for both, and we probably have to prepare for three different quarterbacks, you know, not just Prescott, who we've already played once, and, you know, we have a lot of film on, but Romo, who has a track record, you know, if they want, if they play him, and then Sanchez. So it does spread you a little bit thin. A lot of it goes to the quarterback position. 
Um, you know, their run game's not going to change regardless of who's getting the ball. But wide receivers and, you know, how they how they work through those wide receivers, that certainly goes into game plan. And, um, you know, you'd attack each of those quarterbacks probably a little bit different. So, you know, it's it, a little bit like facing their offense. It's going to spread you thin. Our preparation will spread thin. We're going to need a lot of focus this week and, uh, and be productive on the practice field because there is more than just one scenario that you have to prepare for. Is that preparation more in the film or more on the field? Well, it's it's probably more it's probably more film room because um, you know you don't have that many reps to be able to prepare for all that stuff. But over the course, when you know if this was the first game of the season, maybe it would be a little bit different. Um, you know, I think we can change game plans within a game plan depending on depending on who's out there because the quarterbacks have different. Um, you know, you attack. You know, last week we attacked different than the week before and the week before you build up enough that I think you can you can change um, you can change pitches within a game. Jim, you relied almost exclusively on a four-man rush against the Giants and got good pressure on them. Is that the kind of game that kind of shows that that sacks don't really tell an accurate story of, of the pressure you put on a quarterback? Well, we played 90, 89 snaps a lot. I think it was 63 dropbacks or something like that. It was a lot of uh, a lot of passes to defend. Um, yeah, we I think we blitzed one time in the game. We only played eight man front a handful of times, maybe three times in the game. So we relied we relied on the front seven to try to stop the run. I thought you know it, we, it wasn't a shutout against the run, but we controlled the running game enough that we could devote enough extra to coverage. You know, blitz versus four-man pass rush, there's always that give and take between sending extra guys at the quarterback and having extra guys in coverage. And in this game, we took the approach that we needed to have the extra guys in coverage, not just to cover guys, but also for run after the catch because they do have some good run after the catch guys. Um, I, I, I was probably most proud. We don't three-man pass rush very often. Um, but in that last series, we had those last couple snaps of the game were three-man pass rush. You can't play that tricked-up coverage we play I mean, you run. I mean, unless you got 12 on the field, you can't rush four when you do that. Um, and we got some good pressure at the end. You know that that um, Brooks's interception at the end was was due to Vinnie Curry. Um, if he had to have more time, I'd hate to see what happens if he has more time to throw that ball because um, it can put some pressure on you. You know, when they go to somebody other than Odell Beckham in that situation. So. Um, you know, sometimes it gets overlooked. You know, you get a third down stop or you force a, an errant pass or something like that. It doesn't really go down in the stat, in the stat book. But, um, you know, stopping drives is what it's all about. And I, and, and I thought our D-line did a good job of, of doing that and also playing the run game. Like I said, we didn't have extra guy in the run game pretty much the whole game either. You had an interesting dynamic at middle linebacker in that you had basically the guy that was with you for so many years in, in Tennessee and, and Detroit being here, but you also had him. You also had Jordan kind of here along, kind of assuming that role. Uh, what was it about that dynamic um, of having those two uh, together? I mean, we know the importance of the middle linebacker position in terms of how it relates to the coach. Um, did Stephen have a lot to do with Jordan's progress? Yeah, I think you'd probably have to ask Jordan that more. Um, he, Stephen is a very respected guy in our um, locker room, in our meeting rooms. He prepares every week as though he's going to go play every single play. He works really hard on the practice field. That's one thing you guys don't get to see, but he takes all the scout team reps. 
and um, he takes a lot of pride in. He's ready to. He's ready to play. He doesn't just pass it off to the young guys. Some of the young guys get a little bit frustrated because you know guys like Kamu and um, and Cherry sometimes are standing over a sideline, and you know Cherry's a practice squad player, but sometimes he can't practice because Stephen Stephen will take all of those. Um, he's found a way to contribute to this team, even though he hasn't been on the field a ton. Yeah, but if he needed to be, we'd have full confidence that he could go out and play every snap in a game and be productive. Goes, um, you know, what, what kind of dimension does he add, especially when you go into like cover two? Seems like he gets down the field pretty well in deep pass coverage. Yeah, he's he's a good pass defender. He has good eyes for the football. That's important when you're when you're playing that kind of stuff. Um, his interceptions have come from keying the quarterback and making plays. They they haven't been in cover two, but they've been underneath. Um, you know. It, he also has a good understanding, not just his place in the defense, but the entire scheme. And he he literally is the quarterback of our defense and makes a lot of checks and, you know, things that go unnoticed. Um, and he's had a really good year. But, um, you know, some of his contributions maybe go a little bit below the radar. I don't know. It's a whole lot different than other middle linebackers. But um, he, he very rarely does the wrong thing. Let's put it that way. Cheers for you guys since the Cincinnati game. I mean, you guys still giving up like a decent amount of points, but it seemed like, you know, the guys pretty much rallied together and everything. Did you get that sense at all? You know, I've been proud of the effort down the stretch. I think our guys do have a lot of pride, and they want to go out and, uh, and find a way to win games. We haven't won enough games this year, so there's no grading on the curve as far as, you know, well, we've lost, but we, our effort's good. I mean, I do anything to get a win and I think our guys are the same way but um, you know they they have each other's backs and uh, they work they work hard to show that and um, you know I think Thursday night was a good example of that um, you know getting that touchdown playing they played with a lot of emotion played with a lot of spirit I'd say it's hard to play 89 snaps we've had some games where we barely broke a sweat you know, some of those are the 40, 48 snaps or 45 snaps and stuff like that. You know, our, you know, I come in here and you guys are saying, how come this guy only played, you know, 12 snaps or how come this guy only played 20 snaps, whatever it would be. 89 was enough for everybody. <laughs> and, um, you know, but but they were up to all those challenges. I'm proud of them for that. Yeah, you mentioned that many a moment ago. Obviously, the numbers aren't there. Are there enough examples like you mentioned where he's affecting the play? And, and not getting his stats. Yeah, I think, you know, you look with him. He hasn't finished a quarterback as well as we would like him to, as well as he would like to, and, and to be able to finish with getting those sacks. But he's been consistently around the quarterback, and um, he's affected the quarterback when he's in there. Vinny gives great effort. He's really a tough player, um, you know, and uh, sometimes he can be, you know, bull in the china closet in a good way. Um, you know, and uh, he came through for us when we needed him in that game. That was that was big. It's hard to get pressure with three guys. He was able to get pressure, floated that ball up, and you know, I had to, you talk about slow motion. That ball was in the air for about a half hour. I thought uh, I thought Terrence was going to have to fair catch it, um, but you know, you, you see so much when you're when you're looking at those plays, and you know, you're feeling the quarterback, and you see the ball go up, and you see the flash of that player sort of look like he's open. And then uh, to get that play at the end, Vinny had a lot to do with that. Jim, I know you've, you've mostly avoided uh, these types of questions, but there was a coach fired today. Um, you've obviously been in that chair before. Uh, as it relates even to you know Doug in here, I mean, don't coaches need more than one, two years to, to 
to be judged properly in terms of how they're going to change things? Yeah, you know, I think that's that's probably a question for people other than um, other than me. Um, but the NFL has changed that way. I mean, I've been I think this is my 24th year. Um, you know, things things there, there is there is certainly a more um, I don't know. I, I'm, I can't really think of the best word to use there, but there's more immediacy to. Is that a word? Immediacy? Is it? If there is, if it is, we just invented it. Or if there isn't, we just invented it. Um, you know, and I think that. Um, you know that does that does play into it. It's 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 important to be able to stay on track, but you know, and and uh, but I think it all goes hand in hand. I mean, I was I was thinking about this the other day. It used to be when you drafted a quarterback, um, and I go back to my childhood, and and the adage was, it takes five years to learn how to play quarterback in the NFL. You know, the guy carried a clipboard for a couple of years. He was the backup, and you know, the coaches didn't even let the guy play. I mean, coaches hated rookies. You know, there was an adage that you know every rookie you had, you were going to lose a game, and you know, rookies rookies were like scorned. They wanted veteran players. They wanted ten-year vets, and that was the way the NFL was. Well, now. You draft a quarterback, they got to play pretty quick. If they don't play the first year, they got to play the second year. You can't draft a guy and put them on the bench for five years. And the way the salary cap works and everything else, you're going to have to um, you're going to have to get guys on the field quickly. Schemes have changed a lot, um, particularly defensive schemes in the NFL because of that. You got to compartmentalize stuff to get guys up to speed quick. You know, it's funny. I think offense has probably got a little bit more complex with different personnel groups and things like that. But defense has maybe um, been a little bit more streamlined. But I would say coaching probably falls into that same, um, you know, that same scenario. Um, everything happens a lot faster now. You know, there's no, you know, five-year five-year um, building plan. You know, that doesn't exist, <laughs> you know. I mean, if I think, and I and I think that's just, you know, that's just sign. I mean, it, it all goes hand in hand, and it's just where we are as a league. And um, I think free agency and um, your ability to to change a team. I mean, probably back in the '70s, you couldn't change a team that quickly. You didn't have free agency. You had draft picks, so it took a longer time to build a team. So, um, yeah, it, it it does provide some challenges, but that's just a you know, you, you, that's just the scenario we, we live in and we work in. Your corners were very physical Thursday night. I know they gave up a lot of yards, but were you pretty happy with the way they played? Yeah, there were a couple of big plays. You know, Nolan made not only a big breakup on the fourth down play, but made a big tackle on the third down and third and ten. There was a there was a, a a big play. There was what well, it was one. It was a little bit longer, and I think it was we it was after the fourth down that. Um, Anyway, we held him to a field goal there, and uh, we needed to. Like I said, it wasn't just they, – they were throwing a lot of quick passes, a lot of short underneath passes, and you better be a good tackling team, um, you know, when that happens. Because the, the, the other side of that, if you want to challenge every little thing, you're going to be susceptible to a lot of big plays. And, um, you know, we needed to make tackles. I thought our safeties also did a good job of, uh, of getting that. We got a little loose at times. You know, some of those guys are tough matchups, and um, you know, I wouldn't want to go out there and try to tackle uh, Odell. He's 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 hard to handle that way sometimes. But um, it's all about the points you give up. Um, like to avoid that one touchdown, but um, you know, our red zone defense sort of came through in it. We gave up a lot of yards, but that was, you know, I, I know it, it 
people don't like to hear, but that was that was a very stereotypical bend but don't break uh, um, performance and game. Jim, uh, one more on Vinny. Um, uh, when a guy is has the effort and isn't getting there, uh, what, what do you tell him as far as I mean? Because you guys can get frustrated. Yeah, yeah, you know, but that but that goes for not just rushing the passer. That can go from you know being a linebacker and trying to make tackles, or being a DB and trying to make uh, interceptions. The second that you start playing out of the scheme, the second that you start, um, you know, cheating to try to make a play, you're going to hurt the whole defense. And Vinny hasn't done that this year. He's, he's kept on coming. And, um, you know, like I said, we'd like his production to be better. He'd probably like his production. I know he'd like his production. He's a very, very prideful guy. And, um, but like I said, he's, he's found a way to contribute, and I think this was a, a good example of it. He didn't get outside of himself. He didn't get outside of the scheme. He just kept plugging away, and when he did, he, he found a way to help us make the play to win the game. All right? All right, guys.